excited about what's coming up here in two weeks. We're going to be launching a new series, and I'm just, it's kind of like, um, I just, I can't help it. I feel like I'm on drugs this morning because I'm so excited about this series coming out. I don't know if you've ever been like that where you're, you're excited about today, but really there's something coming up. Thank you. 
church where they met together daily at home, they broke bread, and they saw the numbers of the church grow. And it wasn't just external numbers, but it was internally they saw the believers truly grow and truly start to grab a hold of the principles and the concepts in the Bible. And this is what we're going to dive into. It's probably one of the things that I am most passionate about in life, and this is the whole idea that we need to be growing out. We need to be growing out of life, and it's, it's not about our lives, but it's about those who do not get to know about it. That's why God saved his son, and so not so that those that already knew about it could hear it, so that those who did not have a clue could find that. And we have a value at our church that is probably the highest value of all of our values besides we see God's presence. And it's this value that lost people matter to God. People that are far from God matter to Him. And at our church, you know, the church is the only place in the world that membership is not internally focused, but it's focused on those who are not yet that is the goal of the local church. It's the goal of our church. And then, but the, the tendency is just that we're going to continue to look inward focused, so we're going to continue to look at ourselves and meet our needs. And I figured somebody would have to bring compassion and save the fish. But most of the time, we just sit around and watch a fish flop on the ground. No, it's more fun to watch somebody die. No, seriously, like this fish, I just came up here and I just dropped it. And this fish just sat here, flopped a little bit, and everything just sat there and watched. I'm serious. You know what? That's a lot like people in our lives. They're sitting there, they're fish out of water, they're gasping for air, they're looking for hope, they're looking for something that will reach out to them and help them out and find life. But we're too busy, we're pretty too occupied, we don't care enough to get out of our freaking seat. And make a difference in someone's life. And that is just jacked up. And that is messed up. And we missed out on the entire idea of what Jesus wanted to do. He came to seek and to save those who were lost. There was great church, this was lost right here. There was no water to be found on this day. Not in that way, you have to make this do that. But so many of you missed out on what. So these these friends basically understood that they understood the principle of that. So in Mark chapter two verses one to twelve, we read about the people. It says, several days later, Jesus returned to the and the news 
my spouse meeting fulfilling these sessions? Why is my spouse spending quality time with me? And when we have that focus and we're always focusing on what they should be doing for us, you're going to see a marriage is going to end up in that 16% power. When I, you put that around and you see, you find a spouse that's all about meeting the needs of their mate, you're going to see a marriage that's on its way to heaven because they're not dealing with struggles, they're not dealing with issues because they're concerned about the needs of the other person. And that love and that concern that's flowing out of there all of a sudden deepens the relationship that they have. And the cool thing is, is that we can develop this type of compassion and we can develop this type of awareness through prayer. Colossians 4 3 says, Pray to God that people give us an opportunity to tell We can pray to God, we can ask Him. We can say, God, help me get this thing so I can see your people and I can have compassion on them. And once, once that's happened, man, I can start to tell them about those things. I can start to help them find those things. So, my question is, how do you know what you're doing with other people? You start to care about them. And how do you know when you care about them? When I'm aware, it shows up. Man, they're paralyzed. 
trusting that God can do a greater work in them than they can see for themselves right now because we have the faith to believe that God wants to do it in our lives. And I don't know how it works, but when I expect people to something to happen in their lives, when I start trusting God for it, I start praying on it, and I start walking out, God shows up. Because it's based on our faith, and I've seen it so many times in my life, and so many times we're waiting for people. Well, they didn't see because of faith, and God said, listen, 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 listen. It isn't always their faith. It's your faith. If you start believing that I can do something in their lives, you know what's going to happen? I'm going to freaking show up and break your lives with me. But we got to get passionate about it. we got to start believing. We can't just be like, be like, I hope God does something. I wish God would do something. No. My God is bigger. My God is greater. My God is stronger. My God can do the impossible. And I'm going to go with what my God says. And if we get fired up about what Jesus said, Jesus would do some unbelievable things in our lives. Jesus would use us in our faith to see hundreds of people wanted him because of our belief that he could do a thing. And so many times we think, well, there's this, there's this people that we can do to do for them. You know, there's this people that we can do for them. I was that guy, and I bet some of you were that guy as well, that you were at least the first one who walked into the country. Nobody could ever reach that. You know, there's no way that you think of a sinner. They're too messed up. They're too addicted to drugs. They're too addicted to this. They're too much of a wrong crowd. There's no way that God could get them. And all of a sudden, something starts to do. I remember my parents praying for me when nobody else believed and said, Man, I believe that God has a great plan to keep his life. God's going to do something to keep his life. And I didn't give a freak about it. And their belief caused me to know Christ. And you know what? Your belief in Christ was caused by somebody else's belief in you. And we need to start looking, we need to start believing, because sometimes the person who seems the furthest away is the person who's closest. And uh, Alice Cooper, uh, you know, the Alice Cooper is, so somebody's going to say somewhere, uh, at the height of his career, they said, you know, They said, you know what? I'm 
to Jesus. And so they literally picked this dude up and they said, man, I'm going to literally, I'm going to physically, I'm going to do whatever it takes to bring this guy to Jesus. And they got up and they said, man, we're going to see this happen. And they didn't make sure that they, they, were, they weren't too busy. They didn't care about any of that stuff. They put past all that stuff and said, you know what? We are going to do something. We're going to do something for this guy. 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 Thank you. 
discouraged in that moment. Man, they, they pressed on. They refused to be discouraged. And just because the crowd and the buildings were there, they were determined to get by them. And this is what I know. A lot of times in our darkest hours, we're our biggest place to be Where it seems like it's the most helpless. It's where God wants to show up in the biggest way and make something supernatural happen in our lives. It doesn't matter where you are. Your marriage might be falling apart. Your, your finances might be in the toilet. Your kids might be running from God. It doesn't matter where you are. In that darkest moment, it's where God wants to show up and do the greatest work in our lives. And we'll just continue to press through. It will see past the circumstances to the final thing that God wants to do in our lives. And this is my question for all of us. What discourages you from living what keeps you discouraged? For a lot of us, I think it's this whole thing of, of rejection. And it's not even really a rejection, it's a fear of, of being rejected because we find out what we do We're so paralyzed by the idea that we could be rejected that we never do Thank you. 
on all of us, man. If we're a body, then we work together to see the body work and complete the whole function. And so that means we all got to play our role. That means we all got to play our part. God needs us. God wants to use us. He's just waiting for us to get in the freaking day. That's what we talked about last week, the whole idea of growing up and the whole idea of serving. If you haven't got in the game, you hear the role you can play. You can get involved. You can fill out that card. You can say, man, I want to start helping somebody. You can play a role in transforming somebody's life by being a part of their role. Their role move might be coming to church. Their role move might be going to the house. Their role move might be you telling them about Jesus and beating them with Christ one-on-one. I don't know what the role move is, but we got to do it might seem ludicrous, it might seem outlandish, but those are usually the things that God is speaking to you And so we are recognizing that God wants to do something through us. But we've got to get involved with this game. We've got to make those bold moves. Because this is what I know. Because every time God made a bold move, God did something miraculous. Every time, you know, Moses went to the Israelites and said, man, I'm going to lead you out. That was a bold move. What did he do? That he killed the army.
Thank you. 